Well, what a fascinating opening day we have had here at Rally Sweden. Listen, yesterday's shakedown gave us an indication that perhaps the Toyotas would be on form today and Tommy Mackinnon, day one, Rally Sweden. Your cars have done exactly what you wanted them to do today, particularly Elvin Evans. It's been a strong day for you. Yeah, we have, a two, two, let's say, two, two stars has been, has born. Like uh, Elvin was uh, was already in Monte very very fast and extremely extremely good speed. It's amazing how quickly he he find found the car and now he seems to be so confident that he's just uh, I'm just driving and looking and it doesn't I don't I don't if I push too hard it's it's not good. I just keep controlling and going. It's it's it means that. Uh, I mean that he, he needs to understand very well how the car wants to go fast. Tommy, it's fair to say you've made a lot of good decisions with this team. And last year, the end of last year, you had a choice of a lot of drivers and you went for Elvin Evans. But did you really believe that he would fit in as well as he has and as quickly as he has? Because do you know what? It's only two rallies. But he looks like a possible title contender. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's exactly, exactly. Of course, I wouldn't, I couldn't believe so quickly, surprised, absolutely, a big surprised how quickly he understood. And it seems to be very, very the the car seems to suit his driving style very well. And uh, but he must have a very good technical understanding in overall and all different areas. He must must have a very very good because it's only normally it takes let's say example let's say previously it has taken far longer about uh, half a year to learn to learn everything how to go but he's just coming and jumping and Toby again going back to decisions Kali Rov and Pera so you got obviously Elvin like that Kali Rov and Pera today and he showed glimpses of it in Monte Carlo we're not going to have to wait long until he is pushing for rally wins what a day he had out there yeah it is uh, it is I, I of course for Kale we know that his first his his experience or rally car experience is very little and he needs that experience more to understand he's confident he's learning young learn quickly he's learning quickly I think the biggest difficult for him is to understand how fast you can go through the corners with the rally cars compared to R5 cars. Some small mistakes because the, the behavior of the couple of times stalled the engine and, and this kind of small mistakes which naturally coming. You, he needs more experience. But he has shown already that he is in the future another potential champion because uh, to be in, to be in second second rally he is fighting to win, winning the stages and uh, obviously we can see that there is huge potential with with him. Tommy, you've had a fantastic day. Listen, it's astonishing because we're not really going to talk to you about Sebastian Ogier, but we've had enough of your time. Thank you for that. Have a great day tomorrow. What a day you've had today. Best of luck tomorrow. Thank you very much.
There we go. That's Tommy Mackinnon. Yeah, you can tell by the smile on his face. Let's go and find David Evans and let's talk about really what we saw out there today. I think David Evans is across here. Uh, let's go and have a chat. Thank you very much, Tommy Mackinnon. He's, he's Tommy, David, can we have a quick word? I'm, Tom Fowler, he's not allowed to talk to us. That's Tom Fowler, who's worked very closely with Tommy Mackinnon in, in developing this magnificent car. But David, Tommy, huge smile on his face. And what I said... Rightly so. You know, he had decisions to make at the end of last year. He had choices. He put Elvin in the car. He put Robin Perra in the car. And as with just about everything he's done over the last three years, it seems to be the right decision. It does. And, you know, I mean, not. it's not even been that close, has it, today? You know, Elvin has just dominated. Uh, and, and in a way, dominated in his own way. You know, he hasn't forced the issue. He hasn't put the car on the door handles. He's driven sensibly. Uh, and he appears to have driven with... A degree in reserve. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a great decision. And a really strong day out there for Toyota. But what we have to report, sadly, at the end of the day, is it's not been a perfect day for Toyota because poor old Yari Mati Latvala, who we saw struggling really from, well, the opening stage more or less, retired at the end of the day. What more can you tell us about that, David? Just, I think there was a, an engine-related issue. The engine was obviously cutting out. Um, but from what Tommy had told us earlier, that there was an impact under the bottom of the car, somewhere in the sump guard. Uh, and it's maybe done something to, well, it's clearly done something to the engine, whether it's the electrics or I, I don't know. Uh, but it's it's impacted there and it's caused some damage to the engine that, uh, that they can't repair. It is a huge shame, you know, given that Yerry Matty had waited, missed the first round uh, and had put so much into this event. And, you know, it was a tricky decision because he wants to get back out there. He wants to show what he's got. He wants to prove himself to come back next year. Uh, and there must have been, you know, the, the investment probably was the same, whether he did 170 kilometers or 300 kilometers, and it's gone. Uh, and he's got to start again now. I think his, probably the next one will be Sardinia. Uh, he'll try and come back for that. Uh, but you just feel for Yari Matti. You have to feel for him. So Yari Matti, yeah. sadly, we can report, is out of the rally. But three Toyotas in the top four. The man splitting those Toyotas in second place. Strong comeback for Oit Tanak. Still learning the car, still learning the team. I think it's eight seconds he is off the lead at the end of the day, David. He's the man that could spoil the party this weekend for Toyota. It's certainly looking that way. It is, but again, you know, Colin, we, we don't know much about the, the, the conditions that are coming tomorrow. There's a lot of talk about snow. We'll talk about that shortly. Okay, so we'll talk about that shortly. Uh, but, you know, what? where does that come from, that speed from Tanak? You know, you talked about the, the way the road evolved today. Did he make the most of the fact that it cleaned a little bit? I, I don't know, but you know, the one thing that, that Oit needed and wanted was to come back from Monte Carlo really strong. Uh, and he's done that with a great day today. And you know, his first day in a, in a loose surface specification I-20, it's, it's been a great day for him, a really and, strong day. And his first stage win in the I-20 as well. Yeah, no, exactly, you know, and two of them, you know, he was quickest here as well. So y you can never discount, you know, there were some people at the end of Monte that wondered how it would affect him and all of this. Tanak is a very, very strong character. Mentally, one of the strongest drivers that I have, have ever worked with. Uh, and, you know, if ever a driver can put it behind him, he can do that. And he's done it. You know, it's, okay, it's a very different nature of a rally. Um, but he's still got to get back in the thing and drive it quickly. And he's done that here. Now, we obviously can't write off. We won't talk an awful lot about Sebastian Ogier. He is sitting in fourth place at the end of the day. He's still very much in the fight and don't absolutely write him off as yet we might well see a big charge from Ogier but let's have just to say you know on in on that that point you know Ogier has made it very clear now that his way of driving his way of working events is quite different yeah. you know he's building the speed and building the speed and no risk it's no absolutely risk. no risk no risks and you know from what we've seen and what we've heard of him today there hasn't been any risk 
Uh, and, you know, that's just what he's doing. And that, it would be very silly. I'm not saying that he would have written him off. It would be stupid to, because the speed will come. And, you know, when he's comfortable in the car, he'll be right there again. He picks his stages. And, and he's capable of taking 10 seconds, 15 seconds on any one stage out of everyone, if he feels comfortable. That, I think that would be a big ask. That's a oh, it happens. We've seen it. We don't have to look back too far. It happens. It might not happen tomorrow. Let's just have a quick word at the end of the day, though, about the Fords. They struggle a little bit. And we've talked to Richard Milner today, and you can see that interview up on our YouTube channel. You know, he reckons that the car is good. The setup they might tweak a little for tomorrow. He said it was maybe a little bit of a lack of confidence from his two drivers today. So that gives them hope that perhaps with renewed confidence tomorrow, we might see something a little better from their two drivers. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, these kind of conditions are the worst for trying to get confidence. You know, if you come to Sweden with perfect conditions, great snowbanks, thick ice, you get consistent grip, consistent traction. Everything is perfect and you learn the car really, really well. But here, you know, almost not corner to corner, but as huge changes. So, you know, you turn the car into one corner and it's difficult. You don't know what it's going to do. You know, some of these corners where there's, where there's a lot of gravel exposed, you know, the, the, the nature of these tyres is there's going to be a huge amount, of, not a huge amount, there's going to be movement on turning, and that's what they're feeling. And you need that confidence to keep, the, keep that hand still. <laughs> you, I'm with you, David. I'm, I'm driving those corners with you. But that's it, isn't it? Because you need the, the, the faith in the car to, the, to keep it pinned and to know that it's going to hold those long, long corners. And if you lift in one of those corners, A, you're going to destabilise the car, and B, you're going to lose a couple of seconds. That's what it potentially, that's what it is. It's the faith. You know, any not anybody, you or I couldn't. You know, the slower corners, that's, you know, you can take confidence, but it's in the real high speed stuff that you need faith in the car. Let's just move on. A couple of drivers we haven't talked about that we'll uh, just talk about at the end of the day. Thierry Neuville, I think he did a solid job. I think definitely first on the road, penalised him today. And Craig Breen, Craig Breen got better as the day went on. Give me your thoughts briefly on Neuville and Breen and what they might be able to do tomorrow. I think Thierry... Arguably for me, Thierry had the best of the conditions in the first one. Probably not in the second one where there was a lot of gravel and a lot of cleaning around. You know, Thierry is, is the kind of driver that builds his confidence in the car and in the, in the event. He'll do that. He'll be back tomorrow. For me, Craig Breen, superb. You know, he, he, it's so easy to, not to ignore, but to forget the fact that he hasn't been in a car since yes. Wales. It's a long time out of the car. And, you know, you can drive a 6R4, you can drive a whatever, blah, blah, blah get into this car and it is a very very different motor um, and again you know I bring you back to what we were saying inconsistent conditions it's he's done a very very good day for me you know it's very consistent there has been no mistakes and I agree in the last two stages he was right there in terms of his time he, he was and you know uh, uh, this again he, we could talk about it. he was second here two years ago blah, blah. It was a completely different event. You know, it bears virtually no resemblance. Um, and yeah, he's done a great job, solid job. Now, really interesting day out there today. The encouraging thing was that stages did hold up. So we've got no yeah. questions about run, rerunning those stages tomorrow. The interesting thing, the forecast has changed all week. Really cold temperatures last night, minus 12 degrees, down to minus five or six the night before. Tonight is a bit milder, but there is snow in the forecast tonight. That could change anything tomorrow. We talked again to Rich Milner. He said the biggest issue with the snow is, you know, today they've been able to see where the gravel changes to ice. If we get snow overnight, actually picking where the surface is gravel under that loose snow and where it's thick ice could be tricky. So the snow could be a big player, a big factor tomorrow. But again, it depends hugely on how much snow falls. You know, if you get a, if you get a lot of snow, 
you know, this is this was one of my primary concerns with this event. If you get a huge amount of snow, which we've seen on this event, and they potentially have to plough the stages overnight or whatever, you know, that's going to you take a lot of snow. The, the notes bear no resemblance then. Exactly. You think you know, there's, there's that notes issue. Um, but yeah, I think it totally depends on how much snow comes. If there's a dusting, it won't really affect much at all. But if 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 a lot falls it's going to have a big impact on whoever's first on the road. And the road will just get quicker and quicker and quicker all the way back. Well, there we are, folks. Uh, great summary, as always, from David. And it was wonderful to catch up with Tommy Macklin at the end of what has been a good day for Tommy and the Toyota team. It's been a good day for Rally Sweden. And we have to say it again, well done to the organisers, to all the marshals for putting this event on. It has been really a fascinating day of rallying out here in Sweden. A big day ahead tomorrow. Don't forget, David, the scribe, of the WRC, the greatest journalist the WRC has ever seen. No, Dirtfish.com, no, no, it is, he is. Mm -hmm. Dirtfish.com for some wonderfully insightful articles. Dirtfish.com and our Facebook page, our YouTube page for some insights from myself as well. How insightful they are, I'm not sure. Enormously insightful. But before we go, we should perhaps show what... Come this what, way. Uh, and a big thank you to our, to our camera lady for the day. Yeah, absolutely. But Kiana, well done. What are we going to be what are we going to be having? Just let's go along this way. Uh, salads, more salads. David, this doesn't look good. Salads, more salads. Salad, David. There's the menu. Have a look. There's the menu. Dinner at 1700 hours. Green salad, beetroot salad, pasta salad, salmon, venison. I like the sound of that. Cauliflower and broccoli. I like the sound of that. Listen, David, think, I think... Do you think, do you think there's some red wine to go with the red wine sauce? There might well be. But listen, we're professionals. We don't do that sort of thing. Don't forget, tomorrow, we will be out in the stages... Keep an eye on the YouTube channel, the Facebook channel, our Twitter channel, and obviously dirtfish.com. We'll see you all again tomorrow morning.